0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match, limited by state law.
2: Swung a left
3: field deep. Van going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's And the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run, and the A's have won the game. And the
2: final is five to four. It's now time for the A's clubhouse show
0: well fantastic pitching once again the number is 833-625-2278 that's 833-625-2278 it is the a's clubhouse show and there's something about trades can correct that can help energize teams And Marte is someone that's going to really be exactly what the doctor ordered for the Oakland Athletics.
3: He had a nice game, too, Chris, and he fit in well. And I think batting second in the lineup, and we saw with his patience and on base over 400, as we've been saying this year with uh, the Marlins, and it paid off with a walk in the first and scored the eighth second run. And so the
0: Athletics now five-and-a-half games back, and they've got a a two-and-a-half-game lead in the wild card. And once again, they get innings from their starting pitching. And by the way, Frankie Montas looks spectacular.
3: Phenomenal. In back-to-back games, he strikes out 10. He goes 7 tonight. And then Romo and Trevino. And the other thing, too, Chris, is the way Sergio Romo is now pitching himself into a much more prominent role. And guys can do that. I mean if you perform, you're kinda you're gonna move up the ladder, and we've seen that with Sergio in the Ace bullpen. And wow, the commander
0: is just texting me, the A's are now second in the American league with nine shutouts. Only the Yankees mm-hmm. have more with ten. Very yeah, impressive. Nine.
3: Yeah, you're right, Chris. And they're nine and four in the shutouts. And this was their second shutout on the road. So yeah, it's pretty impressive. So uh, they have nine shutouts. They've been shut out only four times.
0: Take a guess what their record is when the starting pitcher goes seven innings.
3: Well, I would venture to say that it's they've probably only lost three or four games all year when that's happened. Maybe less than that.
0: They are eighteen and three. Yeah. It's just impressive if you if if you give length from a starting pitcher, or if you get length from a starting pitcher, I should say, the odds of you winning are really, really good because that means you're probably in the lead. But just that's one thing that this starting staff, and you guys talked about it again tonight, and we have been talking about it, you know, you're getting a solid five. It's been the same five, and we've
3: been lucky to watch that throughout the season. Same five for the last 70 games. The other thing that's happening, Chris, with the starters, they're striking out people. This didn't happen early in the year, and I don't think you could have said, like back in spring training, that the A's had a strikeout staff, Chris. They have a strikeout staff now. You got, you know, Bassett and Mania and Montas are averaging better than a strikeout a start, or a strikeout an inning, I mean. They're averaging better than a strikeout an inning for the year. And
0: what's kind of surprising about that, remember, is you know, once we we're going to change the rule and what you could put on the baseball, whether it's copper tone and rosin or spider tack or whatever, that we we're going to start seeing less, less strikeouts. And as you're saying right here, that's not been the case for this starting staff.
3: And when the opposition puts the ball in play, the A's defense usually makes plays. And you know, not to, to go back over this because we talked about it quite a bit on the broadcast, Chris, but the difference in defense between the A's and the Angels is glaring. There's no comparison. The Angels have made 24 more errors than the A's have made this year. Think about that. You know, you think about how many more base runners that is. How many more runs have scored because, you know, one team has made 24 more errors than the other team.
0: Yeah, 67 errors. They came in tonight.
3: Well, yeah, 68 because 65 plus 3 tonight. I, think. Well, I, thought they had,
0: I thought they had 64. They have 65 going into tonight.
3: Yeah, so 68. I mean that's
0: I think. that's that's a that, it's where the the A's the way they rate it right the A's are twenty eighth and airs at forty four out of thirty teams that's good you want to be thirtieth it's the only time you want to be thirtieth 29th, ninth twenty eighth is when it's airs and the A's uh, defense has has just been it's been spectacular and, and that's the thing like you know you go back and you talk to Ray Fosse and you talk about winning championships and pitching and defense works
3: well and that's why. Marte is going to help them so much not only offensively but defensively as well Chris. I mean you're not going to run on these guys. I didn't realize this that Marte has the most assists in the big leagues since 15. And Lauriano has the most assists since he joined the A's, you know, a couple of years after that, 3 years after that, right? So you got you got a guy in center, a guy in right that seems they're going to have to think twice about running on those guys.
0: We, we got a couple got a couple quarterbacks in the outfield.
3: Got some gunslingers out there, man.
0: You know, the thing about Marte, if he played in, you know, New York or Boston or, you know, somewhere, Chicago, uh, people, he would be a household name. He's had a terrific career.
3: Well, you, when you've made an all-star team and you have two gold gloves and your lifetime average is 288 and he's getting better, it seems to me that especially if you look at his on-base numbers, I think he's becoming a better hitter as he's gotten older.
0: And another thing I like about him, too, is he's got some swagger. It's good to bring in a little more swagger into this clubhouse.
3: Well, it's also good to bring some speed in, too, right? So it goes kind of hand-in-hand because he can run, and that's going to be, like you and I said during the the pregame, uh, that's going to play. It's going to play in a pennant race, and it certainly plays in the postseason
0: yeah well you know as they say you can't teach speed and speed comes to the ballpark every single day before we let you go bob nightingale from the usa today friend of the program is saying that there are a couple teams in on yon gomes from the nationals uh one of them is the oakland athletics bringing in a veteran catcher by one o'clock tomorrow what do you think
3: well, we'll see. You know, I don't like to talk too much about the speculation, Chris, but I've always respected Jan Goem's, the way he plays the game. So uh, I think he would help anybody for sure. He uh, I mean, has much a lot of experience, and he's, he's played in the postseason quite a bit too.
0: As much as we like Murph, he's just not hitting.
3: Well, he's not hitting, but he, hit, he's had, he has 13 home runs and 47 RBIs. So I think from that standpoint, he's been, he's been really good. Uh, nobody's going to supplant him as the as regular catcher, no matter who they bring in right now, right? I mean, that's not, they're not going to demote him. So um, if something like that were to happen, it would be a backup situation. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, a lot's going to go on between now and 1 o'clock tomorrow. Are you going to sleep or are you going to stay up all night? <laughs> I think I'll listen to you until about 3 in the morning, and then maybe I'll get a little shut-eye for about three hours.
0: i got to get up for my guy Dan O'Dowd at 7 a.m. Pacific. Uh, MLB Network starts their coverage. The the, the last sprint to the uh, finish line, that is well, the deadline.
3: I'm kind of wondering how many buyers are left out there now, right? Because you, you wonder, like the, like the Yankees, they're not going to do anything. I don't think, you know, they've already gotten Gallo and Rizzo. So the Red Sox got Schwarber, right? So the Dodgers, if everything they're talking about comes to fruition, I can't imagine they're going to do anything. So I guess you would look at teams like maybe the Padres, maybe the Giants. Uh, you know, the, I mean, the, the White Sox did what they wanted to do to get a second baseman, to get Cesar Hernandez. So we'll just have to wait and see.
0: I, I always wonder, as we're now going to go through the night and wake up in the morning, you know, the certain teams that held their cards close to the vest and they wanted to push this thing as close as they can to get as much as they want from a seller's perspective, and all of a sudden you don't get that deal done, do you feel just, wow, we're, we got to hold on to a guy that we wanted to get rid of?
3: Yeah, that's a tough call, too. And I don't, I, the other thing, too, is there's, there's so much pressure sometimes on GMs to make a deal. You don't want to make a deal just to make a deal too right you don't want to just make a bad deal just because you felt like you had to do something so there's a lot of pressure on the front offices right now i think the a's if you're the a's you're feeling pretty good about what you've done and if you do something else that's almost a bonus right now
0: and by the way i love getting rid of the waiver process it makes everybody have to do deals now. It makes it super exciting. So much to talk about. I know there's the NBA draft. I know there's the Olympics going on. But th- there's been a lot of talk about baseball because of this trading deadline. I-, I like it.
3: You? Well, yeah, it takes on greater significance because you can't work the waiver trades after tomorrow. And you used to be able to make deals in August, and the A's had done that, had done that quite a bit. You got Mike Fires in an August deal. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. I, I think it's, I think it does help. I think it helps the game. And now you know your club is pretty well locked in. And I know Billy has talked about this quite a bit, that it almost seemed unfair that a team could stock up on players like on the 15th or 20th of August, and you're not really playing with the guys that you've had during the year. And there seemed to be, it was kind of out of kilter, out of balance because of that, Chris. And so, yeah, I I do like it better this way.
0: You mean like getting Verlander with, like, five seconds to go?
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure.
4: Uh,
0: yeah, and at least at least now, you know, for Bill, would have to like this because these guys will be with the team for, for two months. They're part of the club.
3: Right, exactly. And the only way you can add somebody now is if it would be, like, a free agent or someone who's just strictly on a minor league deal, right? You can't trade anybody on a 40-man now.
0: Yeah. All right, you have a wonderful ride home, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. Your phone calls at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Are coming up next, and we'll see who Vinny is going to get from Anaheim. That's all coming your way right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
5: In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday.
0: Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. WC.com. And the O2.
6: Swing and a missed another split, and the inning is over. One, two, three, and double digits and strikeouts for Frankie Motas for the second consecutive game. He keeps the Angels off the board. 7th shutout for Frankie. And on to the
0: 8th. it's is 4-0 Oakland. You're listening
7: to the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: So the A's have now won 10 of 13 against the Angels, including the last six. So there's one team that they can beat in the division. And now they're back to 500 in the division at 23 and 23. They're 4-9 against the Strohs, 4-6 against the Mariners. Five and five against the Rangers, but ten and three against the Angels. The Angels' pitching stinks. Gene in Oakland lead us off tonight here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
8: Hey, Tony. Yeah, it's too bad we can't play the Angels for the rest of the season. We'd probably take the division with no no trouble at all. And. <laughs> I I don't understand why they keep throwing Dylan Bundy out there. I I guess they really are uh absent uh, starting pitchers because this guy I, I don't know why he's still even on their club. I mean, he's 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 absolutely terrible. <laughs> but anyway, but Frankie, boy, <clears throat> Frankie when he's got that off-speed stuff uh when he has control of that, like I said, he's he's as good as there is and uh He's starting to look a little more consistent. I mean, if he could maintain that consistency, I mean, he could be not, he could be our number one starter, really. Uh, you know, and Manaya has been pitching very well. I mean, if Bassett can get back a little bit more to what the way he was pitching early on, boy, we're going to have three stud starters for the rest of the season. So uh, that's looking up. And Marte, I uh, I like this guy. I mean, I just like his swagger. I like his smile. I like the the way he's playing plays the outfield, I mean, you know, the way he hits. I understand he's making like $12.5 this year, but that he had turned down an extension. Do you know anything about that? I mean, th- was it all about the money, or do you think he just doesn't want to hang out in, uh, with Miami anymore?
0: Yeah, would you, you want to be in Miami? My... Now, I'm no. asking this from a baseball <laughs> standpoint and not a fun standpoint. Um, right. <laughs> would you want to be playing for the Marlins?
8: Hell no. But I, I'm just saying, I mean, we've been talking about him like he's just a two month rental. I mean, uh, why wouldn't there be a decent chance, uh, you know, if we give him 12, 13 million bucks? Uh, uh, that's not, uh, seems to me, not unreasonable, partic- even for this ownership uh, to, to pay for somebody of this, uh, this quality. I mean, what do you think the chances are of keeping this, this guy?
0: no clue we got 2 months let's i mean we got we we, we we've got a, a long way to go before those decisions are going to be made i mean if uh-huh. if he steps into the lineup and he just starts killing it and you know everybody falls in love with him i mean he's uh-huh. what is he 32 years old so he's not a kid but yeah maybe no. you say you you know okay can you get can get get a deal done for 13 14 15 million a year for a couple of years why not but well, yeah, but we got a long way to go. We got two months of baseball.
8: No, I know, I, I, I realize that. I'm just saying. I mean, it, um, he'd be. I think he'd be a, gra- a great addition, and because he's 32, that may actually pl- play in our favor. Maybe he wouldn't be looking for the, you know, the big multi-year deal at this point. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so now we got a roof for the Giants, right? To, uh, <laughs> to beat Houston, <laughs> that'll that'll be fun.
0: Yeah, you know what? Anybody who plays Houston, and I don't care if it's the Giants, I'm rooting for the Giants against Houston. Anybody yep. against Houston.
8: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm still hoping that uh, Altuve, uh, Gurion, uh you know, and maybe one or two others gets busted for Peds by the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you be surprised, seriously?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, can you just imagine? Jose Altuve, popped for PEDs. He's out eighty games. You'd be oh. I don't wish that on anybody. And I hope these guys I mean, these guys are all getting tested. You're a a you you really are a moron if you get popped for anything. Everything you need legally as a human being, they have yeah. in the clubhouse. That's why when guys take stuff that was not from the clubhouse, and then they act like, I didn't know. No, everything Mm -hmm. that you need for your body Mm -hmm. as a professional athlete that's legal and accepted by Major League Baseball is in that clubhouse. They have it for you. If you're buying stuff or getting stuff somewhere else, that's shame on you.
8: Yeah, right. Anyway, I, I hope, anyway, <laughs> that something happens. <laughs> anyway, I I, hear I can't you. believe that little guy hits home runs the way he does without without a little bit of help from his friends there. He's I don't a, know.
0: He's a, he's a great player and someday may be yeah, in Cooperstown. Is. Thank you, Gene. Let's go to Jesse in Pleasant Hill. Go ahead, Jesse.
9: Hey, Tony. Got to admit, I'm a little surprised that we made it this far into the season and Lou Trevino is still competent. Didn't see that coming, honestly. At the start of the year, I thought, Lou Trevino would be a problem. He has been the last two years, and, and look at him. He's um, Was he an all-star this year? I don't, I don't remember. No. Was no. he an all-star? No. Okay, well, he could have been. I mean, he's been solid all year. So I just thought I'd give a little shout-out to Lou because other than that first half of 2018 when he first came up, he just hadn't pitched well the last couple of years. I didn't have any confidence in him. And now he's basically, you know, Mr. Reliable in the ninth inning, isn't he?
0: Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, it, th- this is the whole thing about bullpens. You really don't know year to year. Well, like, like I know we grew up in an era of closers where, you know, you could look at the guys like Bruce Sutter. you'd go down to Quisenberry and to Colby and all these old guys, and then you got Trevor Hoffman and Mariano Rivera, and you had these guys, you know, you had Eck, he had Raleigh Fingers, Goose Gossage, uh, you know, th- we grew up watching baseball where – a lot of people had closers from Jeff Reardon. I could go through a whole group of guys, John Franco, on and on and on, and then now relievers? I mean, a guy can be like – a guy like Blake Trinan can have a historic year, and then the next year he stinks. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to really judge uh, closers from year to year and bullpens from year to year.
9: Yeah, it's true, but, I mean, Luke Trevino was just so unreliable the last couple years and he wasn't even pitching in high leverage situations. And so for him to graduate from basically being a guy you see in the sixth inning and still not have confidence in him to just being a lockdown ninth inning guy, you don't really see that too often though. So well, I, I, he I, does I, deserve some credit.
0: Think how well he threw the ball in the wild card game at Yankee Stadium.
9: Yeah, yeah. He went three innings in that didn't he? Was that three innings?
0: I think it was three innings. I mean, he threw the ball great. So it's like, that's what I'm saying, year to year, you know. it's One year, you don't love a guy. The next year, as you're saying now, I love the guy. I mean, it's just, I mean, that first breaking ball he threw tonight to the hitter, to Stassi, and it just buckled him. I mean, Lou's got all of his pitches going now. He's got confidence. It's been a lot of fun to watch, and he's a good kid.
9: Yeah, there was a... um an interview he did with Susan Slusser a couple of years ago, where he was trying to explain everything that he was going through mechanically. And I was listening to him and I was like, Oh man, this dude is a head case. Like he was just, I don't think Susan got two words in. He was just like motor mouthing all the different things that he was going through in his head and his mechanics. And it was like, Oh dude, he, he's a million miles away, but whatever it was, he figured it out at least temporarily. So, but another thing I want to talk about is the, um, starting rotation you know that that's um, turned into an absolute strength on the team if you think about it they haven't really missed too many starts from uh, Bassett hasn't missed a start and uh, uh, Mania hasn't missed a start I don't believe he's I don't believe Sean Mania has had a year in professional baseball going back to his first year being drafted by the Royals where he hasn't gone on the DL at least once you know knock on wood but he hasn't he hasn't come close to looking injured this year. Um, Montas has made every start, um, and 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 the Cole uh, Irvin has has made every start. All four of those guys have just taken the ball every fifth day, and you feel like you got a shot with every one of them. And then Caprilean is in there now, so they have a solid uh, five-man rotation right now, probably the best they've had since 2013. When they had AJ Griffin and you know uh, Bartolo Colon and Jared Parker and those guys, uh, those three guys in particular each went right around 200 innings each.
0: Well, well I, w- I sense, want I want I want you to think about this. This five, if you count today's game since May seventh, this five has started 71 games.
9: Okay. The yeah, same the same
0: five guys have pitched over the last seventy one games. That's impressive.
9: That's rare. That's rare in today's baseball. And Oh, you know, it's that's just real rare.
0: <laughs> Ask yeah. the angels.
9: Big time, yeah. So that all of a sudden we've seen these guys sort of uh develop and grow. And and that's another thing, you know, about Jesus Lazardo. I was just thinking about this, is like is anybody in this rotation. Now that you know it's so solid for the A's right now, would you have taken any one of these guys at 23 and trusted them to you know give you a good year? And you know, just think about it you know, Bassett, no, Uh, I don't even know where he was when he was 23. Uh, Montas, hell no, Manaya, nope, you know what I'm saying? Uh, What's this other guy, Uh, Irvin, no, you know, none of these guys. So I think Lazardo, hopefully, he can. Develop him. I don't think they've handled him right. I'll just say it up, straight up say it. I don't think they handled him right. I don't think they handled Barreto right. I think they messed both those guys up. I think, you know, um, if they had handled um, uh, Lazardo the way I wanted him to, which is to start him in the bullpen and leave him there for a couple years, occasionally getting spot starts, I think he would have had more success. But you had this dude 22 years old starting game one of the playoffs when he didn't even have fastball command. I told you that the first time I saw him pitch. I was like, he doesn't have fastball command. You know, his, his, his secondary stuff was awesome, but he, you know, so him and, and, and you know, just, I, I wish him all the best. I hope he goes down there and figures something out. But right now, um, you know, I have a serious problem with um, with the way he was handled. I don't think he was handled right. And uh, I think we we probably missed out on something special right there. I hope I hope I'm right because I want him to, to be everything that, uh, you know, that I thought he was going to be.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, he, he, he is a, he's a really good kid. So I, I feel the same way you do from the standpoint of I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, I know he's going back home. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that that's bad. And we'll see what kind of professional he really can be. He's going to get an opportunity. We know he's got an electric arm, but he's got to learn how to pitch. And I I think part of the problem is with these young guys, they don't learn how to pitch. They're throwers. They're not pitchers. So throwers, when everything's going good, strike out a lot of people and they look great. When they're not going good, they're all over the place or they're getting hit out of the ballpark. So he is young and good luck to him. And once again, he's a really nice young man. So I'll be rooting for Jesus Lizardo in South Florida.
9: Yeah, look at Montas tonight. Montas was so hittable in 2017 when they called him up. Throwing 100 miles an hour fastballs and Nelson Cruz taking him way back into the bleachers like no big deal. Now look at him. You know, I mean, he's, it took time. And he's still going to need to learn more stuff. But one one quick uh, thing. I, I'm not comfortable with Moreland at DH for the rest of the year. I'm not comfortable with um, with the DH spot. You know, I'm happy they got Marte, but they need another bat. On the in this lineup because, I mean, the Yankees, dang, you, I'm pretty sure you guys probably talked about it already, what, what they did today. And, uh, you know, the White Sox are starting to get some guys back. I think what this lineup is just they need to get one more dude. They can pick up one more guy tomorrow that they can plug in either at second base and move Larry to DH or at DH straight up. You know, just just somebody solid to plug in there and lengthen this lineup out. Because Matt Chapman's not going to be right for the rest of the year. I'm telling you, you don't have major hip surgery and, and go back and go out and, and hit 280, 290. You know? It's going to take him. Anybody who's had the kind of surgery he's had will say, you know, it takes a year to feel normal again. So just he needs to be in the bottom third of the lineup, and they need to go get another bat to lengthen this lineup out because, quite frankly, I still don't think this lineup is good enough to, man, maybe... Maybe good enough to get to the postseason, but I'm not even sure about that, honestly.
0: Well, the clock is a ticking, Jesse. Thanks for the phone call. You got to get it done by 1 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. If not, you got what you got. And who knows? Who knows what they're able to pull off? There's been some people, if you've seen on Twitter tonight, some of, the, uh, some of our baseball columnists. They're like, we're not going to sleep tonight because things can go down tonight in the middle of the night. And wake up tomorrow morning. And remember, we're going to wake up. East Coast guys have been doing business well before we're getting up. So who knows when you wake up tomorrow morning? I mean, I'm going to try and get up at 7. I'm not going to guarantee it. But, you know. MLB Network is going to have their special tomorrow starting at 7 p.m. That's why we had Dan O'Dowd today. And there, there, there's going to be GMs who have been talking for hours. You know, the West Coast guys may be sleeping a little bit. The East Coast guys trying to do business, so who knows what the world will be like in baseball when we wake up tomorrow. The number is 833-625-2278. A great win for the A's, a shutout four Zip. Up next, we're going to take your phone calls, and Vince is with Frankie. We'll hear that next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
10: Honey, what are you doing?
1: Oh, you know, learning how to be a hibachi chef. Why? Well, it was so easy
7: to get an auto loan from Navy Federal Credit Union, I needed something more challenging. Heads up.
10: Do not throw that shrimp at me.
7: With decisions in seconds and rates as low as 1.79% APR, Navy Federal makes it so easy to finance a car. Onion volcano. You might want to try harder things. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Credit and collateral subject to approval. Rates subject to change and are based on creditworthiness. worthiness. Advertise rate available for new vehicles. Insured by NCUA.
3: pitch is grounded and a backhand play Chapman back a third throws to first in time for the out and dug out by Olson. and Chapman once again saves the A's and saves the run on a dazzling play back a third on a well-hit ball by Goslin winding up in foul territory and no time to set himself cross the body throwing the move and Gosselin is out uh, Gosselin is out and Otani is left at second after five complete the A's lead the Angels three nothing
4: This is A's Clubhouse.
0: I mean, what you're seeing tonight is greatness. I mean, Matt Chapman at third base is greatness. What you're seeing with Shohei Otani, a man this big with this kind of power and has the ability to strike everybody out as a pitcher, but then run the way he does is unreal. That base he stole in the fifth inning was like nothing. I mean, how many guys that big run like that? This is truly one of the best athletes you've ever seen. Like, I don't know how it would have translated to other sports because, you know, he's in Japan playing baseball. But at 6'5", and he runs like that, you don't think you could put him out on the slot in football? The way he runs, he'd run by DBs with his size a linebacker couldn't play with him i'm sure he can dunk a basketball now he i mean 6-5 is not huge in the nba but i mean what an incredible athlete this guy is for his size he's not 6 feet i mean he's 6-5 and runs like the wind mark gubazov said last time we talked to him he goes i think if you put him and trout on a race it's going to be close and these guys fly. I mean, he's going to lead the league in home runs and all these different categories. Then what he's doing as a pitcher? Oh, man. Absolutely incredible. Frankie was spectacular tonight. Here he is with Vince Catronio.
6: Well, the A's open up a four-game series against the Halos, a 4 nothing victory and another dominant performance for Frankie Montas, 10 strikeouts and in seven innings. Only three hits and Frankie. The numbers were pretty clear. Forty-one splits you threw tonight out of one hundred and nine pitches. Why was the pitch so effective for you? Why is this pitch now a, a pitch you have confidence in, one you can lean on, and one they that, that you can use just about at any time in the count?
12: Um, I feel like well, everybody's waiting on the fastball. Like when you have a guy that like have a good fastball out there, everybody's going to be ready for the fastball. And uh, being able to I would say control my splitter and throwing every count that has really helped me a lot. Um one like opening the door to my fastball, fastball's been better. But that's because I'm I'm really trying to, to split up.
6: Explain why why the confidence is there again in that pitch, which was so part of your success back in nineteen and we're seeing it again now.
12: Well like you say, back in nineteen, like that was my pitch, you know. That was my pitch. I was I was really using my splitters. I might be using a little more now, um, but that's a, that's a pitch that, like, it make me a better pitcher, you know? So I feel like the beginning of the season kind of like put on the back, like, OK, like I wasn't really using it. And then got my confidence back, and now be able to use it has been good for me. I asked
6: Bob Melvin when he was on uh, with the media about your sequencing. Your, you used the sliders today early. And the split early there have been times where you've started games where we've seen a lot of fastballs, and then maybe you got in trouble and you went to the secondary pitches he said it's part game plan but i think it's also maybe part something else so how important is it that the slider and the split are introduced earlier in the game for you if you have command of those pitches
12: it's huge it's huge um i mean i go out there and um, i have a plan you know uh before I was like, okay, I'm gonna throw fastball until they show me they can hit it, you know? This is the biggest, everybody can hit fastball, especially when you're throwing one after another. And um, I'm just going with them entirely, the, just trying to go out there and um, use all my pitches, you know what I'm saying? Like, just go out there and pitch, not just try to the, the blow fastballs by people.
6: How much fun was it to have Starling Marte in your lineup?
12: Oh man, this shows up today, um he really contributed uh to the win today he was he's really good he's a great guy loving i have played with him before in winter i know uh, he's, he's a really good dude so you guys were teammates in winter Bowl in the dominican yeah we play for the same team in the dominican
6: nice one one final thought i mean we've, we've talked about this time and time again this starting rotation you guys work so well together you root for each other and yet you compete with each other you went seven again tonight. The A's continue to lead the majors in innings pitch from the starting rotation. And here we are. We're knocking on the door of August and you guys are still
12: doing it. How are you still doing it? Just looking out for each other, man. We go out there, like you say. Um, Sean did his thing yesterday. And hey, I'm sorry for him. But he told me yesterday, hey, I want you to go do your thing out, out there tomorrow too. You know, we're just supporting each other. And um, I feel like that's, that's been the key for us. You know, we just, we just support each other. We talk about a lot of uh, about baseball, a lot about sequences, about heaters. And uh, when you do that, you know, like you're going to go out there and have success when you know your teammates have your back.
6: Well, a smiling Frankie Motas is good for the A's and bad for the opposition. Thanks for the visit, Frankie. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, my man. <laughs> Frankie Motas joining us. Downey, now back to
0: you. Also good for the A's. Bill in Campbell. Bill, where have you been?
13: <laughs> Buddy, I miss you. I, I, I've been really busy with uh, the counseling work and, and stuff like that, but I still try and catch games and, and listen to your post-game. So, yeah, I said tonight, God, i got to get on with you. you
0: know, By the, the way, I, w- I was uh, in your neck of the woods yesterday. I was at Willard Hicks in Campbell last night.
13: Oh, dude, you – Give me, you know, we still got to have a lunch sometime. <laughs> Give me a ring, you know. <laughs> you got, we, we got to sit down and talk. Well, it was but, my,
0: uh, it, it was my anniversary dinner, so it would have been a little weird if you no, showed no, no, up. No, Not on that.
13: <laughs> <laughs> you, you were out with that gorgeous, kind-hearted wife of yours. That was, that's great, buddy.
0: 20 years. 20 years. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I have been
13: talking back and forth for about ten now.
2: (laughs) No doubt.
13: Hey, you know, listening to the fans though, and and, um, you know, just the last guy when he was was breaking it down about Lozardo. The other thing we got to remember is, you know, AJ Puck got hurt. Um, They 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 go get a replacement for Hendricks and Rosenthal. He gets hurt. We we don't have the closer we thought we had. Um, the lineup, what are you going to do when a guy who hits 40 home runs and drives in over 100 and is so clutch, all of a sudden the league catches up to the holes in his swing? I'm talking about Chris Davis. And, you know, when we traded for Steven Piscotty, it looked like we had a steal for a right fielder for the next five years, and and he kind of goes – you know, South, like Chris Davis. I mean, these are really good guys, too, that we're talking about. And, you know, the things that have happened to this team, uh, if you look at it on that level, you can see why, really, I think they're playing pretty well, to keep their head above water, to stay close. Um, You know, those are guys you got to talk to firsthand. I mean, it's tough losing, losing people like that.
0: Yeah, the Chris Davis thing will always be a head-scratcher. How did he go from just being a monster where this guy hit so many home runs that either put the A's ahead, tied games, and it was just so much fun to watch, and then he couldn't hit. He couldn't make contact. It's it's mind-blowing what the A's lineup would look like if Chris Davis was still the Chris Davis that we saw for three years.
13: And and Piscotty, you know, if he could have followed it up with, with that first year, I mean, yeah, their lineup, they'd they'd be right there. We do no problem with Houston or anybody else that's given them trouble, but they've had to. And, and and you know, A.J. Puck. I mean, how many how many guys who are left left-handed? He, he looked like the a uh, mini uh, second coming of you know, Randy Johnson and. You know, we haven't been able to use them. So you, you just can't lose guys like that and, and, and keep growing. And then, of course, yeah, uh, Chapman's hip injury. I mean, that's, that's huge. So the fact that they're constantly, you know, 12, 13 games over. Uh, and, and now that with, with Marte, hey, you know, there's, there's a legitimate shot there.
0: Yeah, I think you you're, you're. You're. Hopefully, this is the spark. And who knows? You know, there's rumors out there that Yon Gomes could be uh, coming to Oakland. It's the Blue Jays and the A's are in on him. And you look at his numbers with the Nats. Uh, he's hitting 266 eight eight jacks, 33 RBIs, a seven sixty OPS. And you know, I know everybody's gonna hang their hat on Murph, but Murph, Murph. Murph's hitting 218. so I wonder if, like, they go, Murph's still young, Murph's the future, but I think Gomes is actually on the IL, too, but uh, we'll see. Bob Nightingale says the A's are in on him, and obviously a veteran guy that could play a lot and can swing it. So we'll we'll see what the A's. Who knows? I mean, maybe the A's pick up a bat we're not thinking about, another reliever we're not thinking about. These guys, this is it. 1 o'clock tomorrow, this is it. You're not adding to your team. So these guys are going to be working all night long the phones, these GMs, these assistant GMs, because they all know because you've got sellers who want to sell because they want prospects for the future. They can't go to bed tonight. they got to get rid of certain guys or they're not going <laughs> to look good by 1 o'clock
13: yeah, you know, you know. To look at it this way, buddy, all you got to do is get in the tournament. You know, and yeah. I mean, when, when the A's didn't win in in uh, twelve uh, and ten, and the Giants did, the the A's owned the Giants back then in, in those Bay Bridge series. You know, and but you know they they didn't get the job done when it counted, um, and of course that. But trade, we'll, we'll, ne- we'll, never, live. we'll live, never live that one down. But it, the Giants proved, hey, all you got to do is get in, and if you get in, things can happen. So uh, you know, we just don't know. And hey, man, I, I want to know: Are you still uh, are you still with the Raiders there?
0: No, yeah. Once they moved, that uh, that changed that ended, everything. Huh? Yeah, uh, bummer. bummer. You, can't, you, you can't work for two franchises in two different states. I know. I, I, you know, they should have flown you in, pal. You, and, and, you,
13: you and, were great on the
0: sideline. Well, well, and, <laughs> and during a pandemic, there was no sideline. There was no sideline radio people during the pandemic.
13: Right. Yeah, but I mean, so before that's... that, and, and hopefully, you know, things are going to shape up this year. We'll see. But yeah.
0: No. Hey. Hey. I travel. I got to travel the country and the world. Uh, I had a great time with the Raiders. But, you know, also, uh, you know, what people don't realize, when I took the job with the Raiders, I was actually working for 95-7 the game. I now actually work for the A's. So it's kind of a, a different dynamic. But, hey, shoot me an email and let's do lunch.
13: Okay. Yeah, we'll do it. we got, we got to hook up, pal. And congratulations, 20 years. That's, that's something to really be proud of. And Can you, you know, believe geez, someone's, put you, you, you great, someone's put up with me for 20 years?
0: Someone's put up with me for 20 years.
13: Yeah, well, you know what? She got a great guy. You know that, and I know that. Well, thanks, buddy.
0: Shoot shoot me a line. Okay, man.
13: Talk to you later.
0: All right. The number is 833-625-2278. It's always great catching up with some of you who I understand everybody's got a busy life, and you can't call in all the time, but I've been doing this show a long time. And we have relationships that we've known people for a long time. So it's great to hear from some of you, even if you haven't called in in a long time. A's with the shutout over the Angels, the number 833-625-2278. You can listen to us. If the radio station you're listening to is leaving us, go to athletics.com slash A's That's athletics.com slash a'scast, Or download the iHeartRadio app and you can listen there. A's with the wind. We'll continue to talk about it right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
2: California road trips are epic, and Northern California families count on Honda to explore every mile. With Honda sensing safety features, legendary dependability, and gas mileage so amazing, you can see most of the California coast on a single tank. And right now, get epic deals on Honda Civic, Accord, and more. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
11: Hey, A's fans, want to get away? Southwest Airlines has you covered. Southwest Airlines offers direct flights from Oakland to Hawaii, where you can catch some rays, ride the waves, or relax on the beach. Not a Rapid Rewards member? Sign up for free today to earn points when you fly. Learn more at Southwest.com. Southwest Airlines, an official partner of the Oakland A's.
5: Of the ninth, two outs, base is loaded. This is what it's all about. And here's the pitch. Oh, a deep drive to center. Way back. This could go all the.
1: And now a message from our sponsor.
6: Bundle your home and auto
5: with
9: Progressive for great savings and round the clock protection. Progressive. Uh-oh. I can't believe
5: it. Did that really just happen? Folks, you'll never forget where you were when you heard that call. <laughs> Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Bundle Discount not available in all states or situations. When the craving hits, Wingstop delivers, because nothing's better than our wings in 11 watering soul-satisfying flavors. Go boneless, go classic, go lemon pepper or spicy Korean Q. Whatever you choose, you'll be satisfied. Go to wingstop.com now and get it delivered right to your door. Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings.
3: The 0-1 pitch on the way. Swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Gostrowski will turn and watch. And the A's have tied it up on a ninth inning grand slam by Steven Piscotti. This
2: is the A's Clubhouse Show.
3: And now the 1-2. Breaking ball up the middle and into center for a base hit. Kana stops at second. And Starley Marte has his first hit as an athletic. Solid base hit right up the spine of the diamond. It sends Canada second, and the A's have two on and one out. Let's get out
0: to the phones at 833-625-2278. Robert in Portland, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show.
14: Hey, uh, I just wanted to keep the upbeat of tonight going. Um, as you know, if they win these next two games, which they I mean, just may, um, they'll be 12-12 and 12 for the month, and I had them winning 94 this year. But if they if they go 16 and 10 and 17 and 10 in the next two months, they'll have 90 win 93 wins going into that final three game set with Houston. So you may be you may beat Bitter Bill after all. I just wanted to give you some hope.
0: <laughs> well, actually, they let's see. You're right. There's only two games left in the month, but this is a three game set. So August first will be on Sunday, but I'm not worried about Bitter Bill. The A's are gonna get to the postseason. You gotta believe. And I want
14: them to beat I want him to catch
0: Houston. Oh exactly. Why not? There's two months of baseball left. That's what fries me about what the Mariners did with Kendall Graveman. I mean, what are you Very doing? Sad. Did did, did did you see some of the comments their their players had after the game? Just ripping their GM? I got GM? buddies
14: up there. I got buddies up, up there. I'm in, in Portland. I got yeah. buddies up there. It, it, it's terrible. It, it's, it's just. A, to, Jerry uh, really made a mistake. I know he's thinking about way out in the future, but they haven't been in the playoffs for so long. That was a cold, cold thing he did to the fans.
0: Well, at some point. This whole let's talk about the future thing is gutless, right? People who always want to keep prolonging the rebuild, keep prolonging we got to get the young kids, we got to get prospects. It's like, man, aren't you in professional baseball to win? Don't you want to win now? I mean, you're talking about trying to, we don't even know what the world's going to look like in 2025. Don't you want to get, I mean, I mean, Look at Seattle. Seattle won three straight versus the A's. Then they beat the Astros. They had a four-game winning streak. They're on our heels, and you trade your best reliever? I mean, seriously, what are yeah, you doing?
14: And Kendall was the base guy in there and winning those one-run games, and he was really having fun. He'll probably continue to do real well at Houston. He just, just He seems like he's finally found himself, and he's got his heater back. But And I wish him well. But now that he's on Houston, I want to see, now that they didn't get Scherzer, I, I, I want to see Houston come back a little bit. Um, I'm not worried about Seattle. The team I'm worried about, and I know you are too, is the Yankees. I, I, I just think the Yankees, when they come to town and they face this four games in Oakland, that's going to be a key series. And they picked up these two left-handers they're thinking about the games that they have on the teams that are ahead of them. And that, of course, means Tampa, Boston, Toronto, and, of course, Oakland. So it's going to be interesting. But I think the if they have 93 wins going into the final three-game set down there in Houston, it'll be a lot of fun because they won't be worried about getting into the playoffs. They all have momentum, and they'll want to finally teach those guys a lesson in front of their own fans.
0: You know, the Yankees can go out and pick up a big three true outcome guy in Gallo. They can get Rizzo, but their problem is pitching. And even Garrett Cole got roughed up today. Garrett Cole, the whole spider tack deal, um, their problem is pitching. So I'm not so sure. Don't you think
14: that's why they got the bats? Don't you think that's why they got the extra bats?
0: Well, good luck. If you want to just try and outscore people and they don't score runs anyway, the, the Yankees haven't. Their offense has not been good, and their starting pitching is not been they, good.
14: It's because they haven't hit from the left side this year, Tony. They've been real weak in the left side. But now but, but, but you're getting you're,
0: you're getting a guy, you're getting a guy that strikes out so much in Gallo, and I do like the Rizzo pickup, but we'll see if Rizzo kind of reverts back to his best years that were a few years ago. I mean, he's having an okay year this year. So we'll see how those guys handle New York before I think Even they're really a porch? problem. What? Even
14: with that porch, do you think... I think both of them are going to have a lot of fun with that porch out there.
0: <laughs> well, I can tell you, what, Rizzo's 31 years old? I don't know. Let's just see how they handle New York because not everybody handles New York all that well. You know, we had Paul Himbakitis on from New York today where he talked about, hey, you go 0 for 4 a couple times... The boo birds are out quick on you. You you know, this is not Texas. This is a whole – if Joey Gallo is struggling to make contact, uh, they're going to let him know it. It's a whole different animal when you play for the New York Yankees.
14: Yeah, I agree. I hope you're right because I, I have them – I'm envisioning them uh, both hitting a lot of home runs in New York City now. Now, on the road, it might be different. And I know Gallo is very confident against us in Oakland. So, you know, I'm glad he's away from Texas, but we still got to face him four more t- games in August. But it's nice to see Texas uh, unloading them, and uh, you know the fact that we had so much trouble against Texas because of him alone will give us we have a good chance with. You know, we still have a number of games left against Texas, and I think that'll be an opportunity for us to pick up a lot of wins.
0: Yeah, look at Garrett Cole with the loss tonight. He's ten and six. With a three point eleven ERA, which you'd be like, oh, that's not that bad. But what he's getting paid? Eight runs, seven earned. I don't know. I I, I think that I I that's you know they picked up they they picked up two bats, but for them, I think arms was probably something that I would have want to see. If you now if you now are saying we've struggled offensively, I mean they got beat fourteen nothing tonight. <laughs> I mean, they have not they have not hit. They have not hit at all, and if their strategy is to pick up these two guys and just out-hit everybody, I, I, I don't like that strategy. Thank you, Robert. Let's go to Stu and Vacaville. Stu, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
15: Hey, Chris. How are you tonight? I know I'm doing great. I'll tell I, you, usually, usually when I talk to you, I'm not going to do it tonight. I tell you, we need an old-timers game. We do that, but I don't want to talk about that. I got two things. Love the trades, but Tony, bigger news. I'm 58 years old, been here my whole life. This is the, I just got back from San Diego, first time I've ever been to San Diego, and went to both games. We, Petco Park, I've seen the future. And I know I'm preaching in the choir here. That's what Howard Terminal can be, that's what Jack London Square. I talked to old people. I talked to young people. Uh, every Uber driver I had, they talked about the amazing transformation that happened. I heard you talk about it. Definitely. Oh, my God. It's the greatest. I've been to plenty of ballparks. The best ballpark I've ever been to. Fantastic. I I can't, I can't tell you how impressive and nice and transformative that thing was.
0: Yeah, and and that area of San Diego it rages year round. I mean, it. it I mean, you can go down there in the winter. There's not really winter in San Diego, but you can go down there yeah. even during Christmas and all the Christmas parties. And there are so many restaurants, bars, clubs around Petco Park. But the the thing about Petco, which I try and tell people, it's it's it, it's hard, it's hard to replicate because the gas lamp was there before the ballpark. It's not like they built the ballpark and then the gas lamp. They used to host all the Super Bowl parties down there before that ballpark was ever there. But it gives you an idea if you build it, all the stuff you can build around it and how much fun all A's fans could have with a ballpark like that.
15: But we have a head start with Jacqueline and Square. We have a head start on it. We're, we're not trying to build a village. We're going to try and, uh, the way I understand, I mean, I've had. There's some great places in Jackson Square. It will be. There will be greater places that come in Jack Square.
0: Yeah, that's the I, hope, I think, right? It, that's the hope.
15: I think it was. Gosh, I, I. How can this not happen? How can it not happen? I had a um, a thought, Townie, about the, the trade. If you don't mind, switching Go ahead. gears. Had one of the previous callers. I, he had some. He had something that I agreed with. He had something I disagreed with. I have no trouble with trading Luzardo. Anytime we can get a bona fide major league hitter for what is a, a minor league pitcher that maybe has upside, but they're all prospects are suspects until proven otherwise. The thing he, they said that I agree with. I would love to see another bat come. And, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that bat be a middle infielder. I would love to see Jed be the DH. Um, I think that's, at this point in his career, that might be his best position.
0: Well, the clock is is ticking.
15: (laughs) Father time (laughs) is undefeated. Chris, there's one other thing about the ballpark I just remembered. They have the really cool Padres Hall of Fame beyond – uh behind the third base side, but they also have what they call the Brebert Hall of Fame that's housed inside the um Western Metal Supply Building. And I saw a very cool plaque to this guy you may have heard of named Bob Elliott.
0: Yes, it's the Breitbart is what it is, yeah. But, um I I
15: point out to my wife, I said, that's Townie's grandpa. And I, I've got that right, don't I?
0: Yeah, that's correct. So so back in the day when you were done with your Major League career, as you know, I've talked about it before, how my, my grandfather is the first third baseman ever to be the MVP in Major League Baseball in 1947. He led the 40s in RBIs. When his career was over, he went back to San Diego and played for the Padres in the Pacific Coast League and managed the Padres. So, how cool um, is this? How yeah, cool so- is this? So, yeah, so he's, uh, he's in the San Diego Hall of Fame. He's in the Boston Hall of Fame for what he did for the Boston Braves. But, yeah, if you go to Petco Park, uh, we even have a brick for my grandfather there at Petco Park.
15: Just just 100% awesome. I, I hope we go out and get somebody uh, tonight, like you were talking about in the middle of the night. If we don't, I'm okay with it because management has showed that they're committing to going for it, obviously. And another thought is Forrest must have some big cojones because this one could really blow up in his face. But, man, I respect that decisive move. He says, let's go for it. Love it. Love it. Nothing ventured, nothing gained.
0: Yeah, it's what the A's do and appreciate the phone call. It's every year to them, it's, it, you have to get into their mindset. They don't know what the future is. Like, how could you tell Billy Bean and David Forrest, hey, wait a minute, you got this guy that can be, can be great years from now. Well, they don't know what that looks like years from now. They only know the here and now. Can you imagine all of the stuff Billy Bean has seen since he took over the Ace? They made a movie about it, and it was nominated for an Oscar. Do you know any other GM in professional sports that had a movie and a book about them, basically? Remember, it wasn't supposed to be about Billy Bean. But all of a sudden, you know, the author shows up and realizes, well, this is the interesting guy right here. All of the stuff that they've seen, all the ballpark talks, all the renderings, everything that they've had to deal with. You want them to think about the future? When they got a shot, they got to go for it. I mean, at some point, I know Billy's not going to be in baseball forever. But that's the thing. It's like, if we're good, go for it. Who knows when Jesus Lizardo is going to be good, if he ever will be good. There's some people that don't love him, that see him as a as a thrower until he learns how to pitch. I mean, who knows how many organizations he's going to play for. You know a guy that I think about who was such a high-rated guy, the number one draft pick, people just loved, and you look at his career and he's ended up making some good money, is Drew Pomeranz. He's a great example. Look how many teams Drew Pomeranz has played for now. And signed that contract to come back to the Padres. You have no idea how a guy's career is going to be. Is Lazardo going to be a career starter? Is he going to be pushed to the bullpen? How long do you think he stays in Miami? How many organizations will he play for? How many years will he play for? We don't know. Will he ever be a 20-game winner? Will he end up being a setup guy? A mop-up guy? You don't know. I do know this. The last couple years we talked about, oh, he and A.J. Puck, they're going to be mainstays in this rotation. They had to send him down. He couldn't keep the ball in the ballpark. There's times where he dominates, and there's times where he gets lit up. So much that if you're a, you know, they looked at it as, We have better options than him, so we're putting him in Vegas. We have to send him to Vegas to get right. A lot of the great ones, that doesn't happen to them. So we'll see. And I'm going to root for him because he's a good kid. And he does have a really good arm, but he's got to learn how to pitch. Or he'll end up being a bullpen guy, and that's when it's like, okay, you come in and air it out. Try and strike everybody out, and you can have a nice career doing that also. There's a lot of guys that had great arms that everybody said they were going to be dominant, that were drafted in the first round or the top five rounds, that never really made it. They played this game for over 150 years You know how many guys have been drafted over the years since they started that draft, where Rick Monday and Ray Fossey, that first draft? You know how many great arms were drafted, never made it, only played so many years in the big leagues? There's no guarantees. When you get to this level, you have to perform. And it's the same way everywhere you go. How many quarterbacks have been drafted in the first round, played a couple years, and boom, the teams were done with them, and they become backups and never start again. But wait a minute. This guy was the fourth pick in the draft out of the SEC, and he was supposed to win Super Bowls, and he, he ended up holding a clipboard for the majority of his career. Once you get to this level, it doesn't matter where you're drafted anymore. You have to perform. The number is 833-625-2278. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast.
13: A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM, HD2 San Francisco.
0: We're going to hear from the skipper next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show.
5: With round-the-clock protection at a great price, your Progressive policy works the way it's supposed to, unlike this unenthusiastic hype
2: man.
6: Okay, everybody, let's make some noise. Put your hands up. Or not. It's
16: your call. Here we go now.
5: Here we go. Switch to Progressive today.
16: It is electric in
5: here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Your home after a long day, preparing dinner, when...
11: Ew! What's that. It smells like rotten eggs.
5: That might be a natural gas leak.
11: It can't be. We don't have any natural gas appliances.
5: Even if you don't use natural gas, that rotten egg odor could be a sign of a leak in your neighborhood because gas lines can be buried anywhere.
10: Shut up.
5: No, speak up. If you ever suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas.
11: Thanks, deep voice narrator.
10: You're very welcome. for all your building and remodeling needs.
2: Whatever California families get into, they trust Honda Pilot to get after it. With all-wheel drive, tons of cargo space, room for eight, and gas mileage so incredible, you can go from the Sierras to the surf on a single tank. And right now, get a family-friendly deal and get after it in a rugged Honda Pilot, CRV, or HRV. Visit your NorCal Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda.
5: Oh, 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 O'Reilly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts will help with all your car care needs. Whether you're shopping for parts, accessories, or supplies, we've got you covered. Right now, get Superior Cover All Tire Shine, two for $16. Plus, earn double-O rewards points. Keep your car looking like new. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, oh, oh,
2: O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
11: Looking for something to do on Friday nights? The Oakland Athletics have you covered. Every Friday night, take advantage of a special family four-pack ticket offer. Get four tickets to see the A's and parking starting at just $120. Need more than four tickets? Add-on tickets are available with this deal. Don't miss your chance to see the Giants, Yankees, and more. Deep in
3: the corner, headed for the wall, and gone! And Tony Camp is in a three-run home run for the A's of the Sixth. Friday
11: family four-packs are available at athletics.com value.
3: And Ramon hits it down the left field line. Fair in the corner. That'll score, two. It rattles off the wall. Scoring is Marte. Behind him, Olsen scores. And pulling up at second with a double is Laureano. And now it's a big inning. And the A's take a 3-0 lead.
4: This is A's Clubhouse.
0: The A's are 6-6 six six since the All-Star break. They're 10-12 in July. On this 10-game roadie, they're 3-4. Three games left in Anaheim to make this a good road trip. Here is Bob Melvin with the media after this four-zip victory.
11: Get started with Matt Kalahara.
9: Hi, Bob. Um How would you just maybe sort of uh, explain as how effective uh what is allowed Frank to be as effective as he had over this month?
16: So, I'm sorry, I missed the last part. All right, uh, what, what would you say uh, has allowed Frankie to be as effective as he's been over the last month? A split. I mean, you know, we've been saying this for a while now. It's made him a completely different pitcher. It looks just like his fastball. He's throwing it hard. Um, doesn't have to decelerate or, or mess around with the grip. He's just get found a really good grip and is throwing it hard. And when you throw 97, 98 miles an hour, you got to be ready for the fastball. And you're seeing a lot of bad swings, swings with the split. Backdoor sliders to the lefties. Just a really good mix of pitches now.
11: Martín Gallegos.
0: Hey Bob, um, Marte right away able to draw a key walk there in the first, and then gets a hit and a stolen base. What do you think, just overall of his first game for you guys? Great. I mean, it always makes
16: you feel good when you contribute to a to a win right away, and he did. You know, you look at the on base percentages with Canna and he at the top. You know, both of them right at right around four hundred. And they both get on base to start the game. Next thing you know, we got a three spot in the first inning. So he made an impact definitely on his first day.
11: Manolo.
15: Yeah, but Bob, it's not it's not very uh, usual to see a power pitcher, you know, you know, struggling a little bit with runners on base in the middle of the game and finish stronger. What is to say about Montasa tonight about that? You know, he, he was in a third, fourth inning, leaving runners on base. All of a sudden, he put up those six and seven power innings to end his performance
16: yeah just a couple of walks only three hits but you know after the sixth I was thinking he was going to get close to 100 I'd probably take him out but he had his best inning in the sixth and struck out the side so um he's a horse you know he can he can handle 100 110 pitches and then went out had another great inning in the seventh so uh, the way he pitched in the sixth had a lot to do with him going out for the seventh and like you said he got stronger as the game went along yes and uh Marte in center field el uh, could you talk about the importance of that play he
15: made when they had i think two men on base you know it seemed that for a second he hesitated then went back and made a veteran catcher
16: yeah that's the that's the toughest play for a center fielder is a hard hit line drive right at you you get no kind of side angle on it to to get a visual on on the trajectory of it but um yeah i mean he can he can make up some ground in a hurry if he needs to go back and. You know, it's, it's he made what what is pretty a difficult play like that uh, look pretty easy after he took a couple
11: steps back. Steve Verman,
4: uh, Mark Hanna seemed like he was kind of getting under the Angels' skin a little tonight. They thought that he stuck his elbow out. Uh, Bunny looked like he uh, you know threw a little high and tight, and then there was that play where Quintana threw the ball down the line. Does a good leadoff hitter have some sort of an element of being a pest? And do you think that Can has sort of taken that on in that role?
16: Uh, pest probably isn't the best word, but yes. I mean, I, I know where you're going with that. He can he, – you're exactly right. He can get under people's skin. He takes a little while in the box. He takes a lot of pitches. He he frustrates you. And on when he's on your side, you absolutely love him because you know what he's all about. And you know how competitive he is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that can be – You know, it can be a little unnerving when you have a guy like that that isn't afraid to get out of the way. Um, Certainly not trying to get hit. I don't think anybody does, but he gets up on the plate. He's just he's a frustrating at bat for a pitcher regardless.
12: And just
4: based on percentages, it looks like Frankie has been throwing the split more often over the last five games or so. Is that something that you guys have talked to him about or that, you know, Sean has talked to him about? Uh, Because it seems like it's been a pretty obvious uh, increase. It, it, because he's
16: he's found a, gri- a, a really good grip for it and and can just throw it like a sinker, so when you have a pitch that you, you know is working for you like that and you've kind of refined it to a certain level like he has right now, you're going to throw it and and uh, for, with good reason and a lot of intent. He gets a lot of strikeouts with that.
4: And, and then lastly, uh, you came up. You know, we you were playing with the Giants when uh, Roger Craig was uh, trying to get everyone to throw the splitter. Is there any, anybody that you caught that kind of reminds you of the same kind of split finger that uh, Frankie throws? Scott Gurelts, who was a really lever
16: with the Giants, threw a really, really hard split like that. I know I have plenty of bruises from trying to block him. That whole team with Roger had taught everybody to split, and everybody loved it, but the catchers. One more.
11: Finish up with Vince Cotromio.
6: No pressure. Uh, Bob, just with Frankie – I know you talked a lot about the split, but has he found the right early combination? I mean, saw some early sliders. There have been games where he's kind of kind of like gone fastball quite a bit and then maybe gets in a little bit of trouble, then brings out those other pitches. Does, does, has he found a maybe a, a way to incorporate the secondary stuff earlier that makes everything better?
16: It's just, you know, it's, I think it's a particular game, game plan for a certain team, so not all of it's going to look alike you know teams that aren't that aggressive you probably see a few more fastballs you know early in game and then then save the splitter use a slider and or a split and save the slider or whatever so i think it's more tailored to the game plan than anything else how he goes about it early in the
0: game well when he has control of that splitter and it's not going straight into the dirt it is very impressive Frankie has the tools. You know what? I have tools, but I can't build anything. That's not what I'm good at. So you can have the tools, but you got to be able to use those tools on a consistent basis and build. And I hope he becomes that guy because, as you see tonight, I mean, going up against any big league lineup, you go seven shutout innings and you strike out ten, that's legit. He has the ability to dominate, but can he harness that every five days? That's what we would like to see. Because you start thinking about this five, it is so impressive. The same five guys have started the last 71 games. Where do you see that in baseball? You just don't see that anymore. Now it's time to see What's on Deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. All right, this is what we got going tomorrow on A's Cast Live. That's our talk show on A's cast before every game, Monday through Friday. We have another big show lined up because it's trading deadline, baby. One o'clock, it's done, Pacific time. The skipper of your Oakland Athletics, Bob Melvin, will be here at four o'clock. Roxy Bernstein from ESPN and the Oakland Athletics will be here at 415. Ray Fossey will be here at 430. And then the general manager of your Oakland Athletics will be here. I just can't give you a time. He's really busy. It's not like we can say, "Hey David, when can you <laughs> when can you show up?" He's got bigger issues than us, but you'll hear from the GM and you may be hearing about even another trade with the A's. 538 will be, uh, excuse me, yeah. At 5:38 p.m. we're going to have A's Total Access brought to you by Francis Ford Coppola Winery. And then we're going to have first pitch from the Big A at 6.38. And Chris Bassett will be on the mound against Patrick Sandoval. A's with a wonderful win tonight. A shutout win. The ninth shutout of the season for the Athletics. Four zip. Frankie Montas now 9-8. And and just keep the line moving with this starting rotation. Well, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Remember... MLB Network at 7 a.m. tomorrow will have their special leading all the way up from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. on the trading deadline. The A's, well, it sounds like they're still in for business, so we'll see. Have a great night, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on A's Cast. Looking to stay up-to-date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A'scast. That's athletics.com slash A'scast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A'scast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre- and post-game coverage, and, of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A'scast
3: today.